0: Christian Cox here, a former player at Utah last time game day was up there. I, I played in 2010, had a brief stint in the NFL. And Coach Franklin, uh, Christian Cox here, former former Ute, played, played up there in 07 through 2010. Uh, had a brief stint with the Patriots. You know, I had a brief stint with playing the clarinet in the NFL. Every game is so difficult to win that they realize they got to take care of business and be humble and do what they do to get where they've gotten.
1: I miss this guy so, so much. I do. I miss him. Like the desert misses the rain. Yes. And it is such a joy and honor to bring him back onto the airwaves. You know him. You love him. You wish he had the head of hair like his. It's Christian Cox. How are you, sir? Hey, Christian.
2: Oh, my goodness. Could I give you a, a hug through the phone? I would. Oh, just feels right, doesn't it?
1: <laughs> All is right in the world right now.
2: Just feels right. Oh, you wonderful people. It's good to hear your voices as usual.
3: I almost feel like we should just sit here in silence with each other and just <laughs> take this moment in.
2: <laughs> hey,
3: hey, didn't you guys hear Les Miles
2: just got fired? <laughs> One he of the did.
3: best post I games did. of all time. I had a text in like,
1: did you know? Like
3: didn't. I'm, I'm, I'm like staring down the barrel on Christian. I'm like Christian, I don't <laughs> understand why BYU can't get their running backs together. I, I can't understand And Christian looks at me, and goes, "Hey." Les Miles just got fired. Some breaking news here. <laughs> Les Miles just got fired.
2: Hey, early in my reporting career, right? you got to check the Twitter
1: sources because there's some fraudulent accounts out there. So, lesson learned, I guess. It happens to the best of us. Oh, uh, how, how are you, sir? You know, I'm doing well.
2: I uh, just moved back from California back to Utah and uh, settled in Davis County. Ironically, I work in, a, in the land of Provo, which is weird. I stare at the why all day. A lot of my coworkers are zubies so you know life's good. And my wife's pregnant, having a having a boy in January, so we'll have my fourth child. And you know we got four kids under the age of six, so just living the dream, right? That's Jeez. exactly what everyone's. You know, no one's cringing on the other end of this would- line. I wouldn't call that a dream at all.
3: Yeah, that's living a nightmare.
2: Holy oh cow. come on, Ed, you you did the same thing.
3: I did, but I regret it. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> like, and I've warned you against it. <laughs> I hope times. I hope,
2: hope a man listening right no. now. She, okay.
3: you know I'm kidding. They're they're fun sometimes. Sometimes I, I, I'm enjoying. So my oldest is 17. I was just telling Scotty. My oldest oh is 17. Oh my gosh, no way. Yeah, and I am like, I am her biggest fan on this earth. Like, that, that's actually becoming fun. It's fun just to watch them grow into the – you put so much work into them, and when they become successful and they work hard, and you're like, oh, okay. This is in, This is incredible. This is what life's all about. So you've got so much to look forward to. How old is your oldest now, Christian?
2: She's five to start a kindergarten. I remember when your daughter was, like, ten, and we were doing post-post game shows a long, a long time ago. Yeah. So that's, that's crazy.
0: Seventeen. Hello.
3: Those late nights, three o'clock in the morning, and my kids are riding on a whiteboard with some of the entire yeah. race, and I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah, we've been drinking doing a long soda, time
1: drinking soda and eating chips." So,
3: so when you uh, look
1: at when you look at this Utah team, everybody thinks it has a chance to be really special. Are you are you drinking the Kool Aid too? You know,
2: it's it's hard to you know be a former player and listen to you know the game day folks uh, talk about. You know, them going to the college football play. I'm just so used to the the Kyle Whittingham way of just you are the underdog always, and it's a scary place to be the big dog. And, uh, you know, the one time that we were a big dog this was a long time ago, but we were ranked six, undefeated, rocking into TCU. We got whacked. And uh, Utah does not do well from that, you know, front-line position. When we played Alabama in 08, Alabama was undefeated that whole year. You know, no one gave us a lick or a shot. Obviously, Julio Jones and and Mark Ingram are playing on that team, and we walked in, and, you know, Brian Johnson lit it up, 21-0 first quarter, and, you know, the defense held strong, and that's where Utah succeeds. So I'm I'm hesitant. I I don't love – it's preseason hype, polls. They mean nothing. Like, how many times has Auburn been ranked in the top five and then they finish where they do? So I don't love it personally, and I'm sure Witt hates it, but you know, when you've built a program and spent a lot of years in developing depth when that was the biggest challenge for Utah those first three and four years, think of how far the program has come. You know, when Hans and I were breaking down games, uh, this is no offense to one of my favorite people, but our QB was Hayes, a, a D2 transfer guy who was gritty as heck, but you know, you got a very stout... Uh, running back and Zach Moss and Huntley's senior year, and you got a deep defense and different times in just five years.
3: So, Kristen, you bring up a really good point. You know, and we've talked a little bit about this, just the, the uniqueness of being a top 15 ranked team in the country. And Utah fans have begged for it. Uh, you know, there have been times where I've said that this is an underrated, underlooked-at team that should get more national publi- national publicity, but now it's here. It's heaped on the team. This defensive line, they've got all kinds of national praise heaped on them. Now, how do you handle that, Christian? Like, how does, how does Kyle Whittingham handle it? Does he... Does he change you know, he closed practice. He he made it a closed practice so nobody could go see he's he's made some adjustments and changes, and I don't know if it's to try to cover up the hype. I I don't know what the changes were for, but we've already seen him change. Are there other things that he's doing to try to help slow down the hype? Well, it's just
2: really hard in today's world not to drink your own Kool-Aid, especially as a young kid with social media in today's world, right? It's twenty nineteen. You're seeing all the storylines. You know how good you are. I can only reflect on what I know. And I remember after the 07 season as a redshirt sophomore, I was a young kid, straight off of a mission, hadn't played. But that year was a really challenging year. That uh, that was the loss of 4th and 17. But if you remember back in that year, we lost our first two games. We lost to UNLV on the road and then rattled off, I think, seven straight conference wins. And Kyle really turned our team around. But that same team came back in 08. And I remember the confidence. Even as a kid, I I knew I wasn't going to play. You know, I was trying to get on the field, per se. But it was in the locker room, through the whole locker room, how good we were. We knew how good we were. Our first game of the season was against Michigan on the road at the big house. Rich Rod was the new coach who replaced uh, Lloyd Carr, if I'm not mistaken. But the confidence was internal. But no one knew about it externally, right? We were just a small Mountain West school. And if Kyle can somehow capture that, and we're not in the locker room, but I feel like the leadership is good enough to to keep that protected and protect it and play with confidence and just win each individual game. And if you want to go back to the 08 year, which it's not even an apples-apples comparison based on conference and season, but we were lucky. We were healthy all year. And we had some superstars. And, you know, we gritted out some ugly wins. Uh, New Mexico on the road was an ugly win, barely won. Um, you know, we beat Oregon State when we were down by eight with, like, no time left to go and got a two-point conversion and Luis Dakota bombed a field goal to win. So you have to get lucky in the season. And so for Utah, there's going to be injuries. But it's a game by game thing. And I I would rather have a fifteen ranking at game eight than game one, which means nothing. But you gotta take the the hype with the positive side because brings great exposure to the state, brings great exposure to the program, more kids, you know, nationally like, Oh, we gotta pay attention to the youth. So with the good and the bad, that's the good of the exposure for recruiting and how amazing this program is and how darn consistent Kyle Whittingham and his program really is. It has been for the last like 20 years.
1: I know you've, uh, you've told the story before and I've quoted you many, many times telling the story, but, uh, take us into that locker room after that loss in 2009.
2: Um, yeah, it's brutal, right? I think that was the last time they lost. That was my, yep. that was our, my junior season. It was like Robert Johnson and Kouamisi in their senior year. Um, Kyle, I there's been two times I've seen him like legitimately blood curdling mad, like like he gets mad like the mad dad style, like oh, but like where you're scared for your life, like two times. One was after we lost to BYU in double overtime after Max Hall blasting out his mouth of Utah's classless. I think we held him to 130 yards passing and the whole george debacle over the middle we had i think five field goals kicked but he just he got in there and he just said this will never happen again we, this will never happen again and it was just piercing through every. And, and the locker room was somber and it was just i felt more bad for you know my friends like stevens and sylvester and mike wright and Cole. I was there last year and uh, you know it was just an ugly loss the other time was the game, I think it was after we'd lost to TCU, my senior in 2010, uh, on the road to Notre Dame. We were playing a Notre Dame team that wasn't great. We were down, I think, 14 to three, and just, and we ended up losing. But he, I, he took it so personal because I think we were just so high on that season and ranked, and it just was kind of unraveling. And he, he kind of saw that happening and was trying to fire us up. But those two times, the only
3: times I've seen him want to kill someone. So love him for it. Christian, how do you feel about Andy Ludwig being back? Man, I I love Andy
2: Ludwig. My my experience with Andy Ludwig is unique. You know, I he was so when I my experience you know with him in '07, I was a walk on, so I had to play scout uh, scout defense for the offense for that '07 team, and he was you know, honestly you know one of the nicest people around, like. Uh, you know, similar like Dante Scarnecchio, of the, the O-line coach for New England, his people have been around, they treat the walk-ons and the starters the same. They talk to them. I think Andy, you know, and having played against Andy when he left Utah, he coached at San Diego State. We played against him in ca- at Cal in the, in the Poinsettia Bowl. Uh, he, I, I actually, well, I, I know a lot of Utah fans don't love his play calling or didn't in the past. But I think he's consistent, and I think he's brilliant at times. And I think his run schemes are really well. If you want to go look at some stats, go look at, um, you know, I think 08 and 07. um, Darrell Mack and Matt Asiata were two really, really good running backs in the same system, and Eddie Wide was in that one as well. So he'll keep the running game running smooth, and then you'll see a lot of shallow cross, you'll see a lot of, Uh, crossing routes he'll involve he'll involve the tight end a lot so you know utah's got some you know up-and-coming depth at tight ends and young kids so i like the pickup and he's he's a kyle guy you know he's from utah and i love this comment of you know he wants to be kyle's last offensive coordinator i think we're all tired of you know the old musical chairs of of oc's i think andy's the right
1: Christian Cox, right here on ninety-seven five 1280, the Zone and the Zone Sports Network. So, what happens tomorrow night?
2: Woo! Oh man, you know it's going to be a fun game. You know, you forget how big LeVodward Edwards Stadium is. It's what eighty holds eighty thousand people. or Somewhat. It's sixty-five. Uh, is it sixty-five? It's that. It's that big. Okay, I'm sorry. I was, I'm way off. Don't quote me on that. Uh, I think Utah. I think Utah's got way more to lose and it would be an aberration uh, if they came out flat and didn't get fired up. I don't think that will actually happen. Um, I think Utah should walk in there if they can corral Zach Wilson, because he's really the X factor If Zach Wilson is playing well and is wide and out in the pocket. uh, I still have my own skepticism about his shoulder strength and his deep ball capabilities. When you have a, shoulder surgery like he did i i saw it debilitate jordan win so i i know he's we've had good reports on his throwing strength and things like that but you know ultimately I, I see utah coming out on top it'll be an ugly game it'll be a squeak out game uh but i have utah by seven
1: so you don't think this thing will be a blowout
2: no i it, hans knows this and first games are weird you just you kind of just don't know and kind of just flop around you know you're just trying to fill yourself out you're trying to play well and you're just a little rough a little rusty and I just don't know how well the offense is clicking you know you got a new offense coordinator again yes I love Andy but it's still new packages it's new offense uh going in I think Huntley is 100% capable of of, of running the offense but um, I just think it'll be, I think, though well, I think there'll be some friction. There'll be some back and forth and it'll be just like the standard rivalry. I think it'll come back to what was the stat? The last 25 games, 20 of them have been seven points or less settled yeah. by. And it's pretty crazy to think because Utah has won the turnover battle last like five years by 25 to eight or something like that. So, uh, I think, I think Utah squeaks it out. I think and that's all you want. You just need to get a win. But if they do lose, I think it's. I think it couldn't come at a worse time, in the well,
1: time of the rivalry. Well, Christian, it was uh, it, it does my soul good to be able to talk to you.
3: Glad glad
1: you could join us again.
3: Hey, anytime you want it, Scotty, I'll be on. You have any uh, any breaking news that you'd like to hit before you? No, I already said Les Miles got fired.
0: People but... should know Les Miles just got fired from LSU. That's what I care about right now.
3: Oh, yeah. Did that just happen? Yeah, Les Miles got fired. Love and hanging out with you, Utah fans. We're here for you. We want to embrace you. Christian wants to be your Josh Groban. Oh, you want me to sing? What do you want me to sing?
0: You raise me up. I'm not doing that because I know what happens when I say dumb things on the radio or do (laughs) dumb things. It gets replayed.
3: (laughs) Lloyd Cole would call Adrian back there and he'll keep it forever. Yeah, that's true. Oh, I think you got faked. That was a fake Twitter account on the Les Miles thing.
0: Hold on, let me go back and
3: find that. Yeah, go back and check that, because uh, we've got people saying that that was a fake Twitter account, and that you may have just gotten trolled. But oh, there you go. Son of a... You're right. Yeah. It says, um, yeah, I did. You got trolled. Is it on the internet? Because if it is, it's true. It must be true. <laughs> um, Breaking news, Les Miles is still the coach for LSU. Until he wasn't. <laughs> like later that year. <laughs> <laughs> or two years later, I can't remember. Yeah, I think it was two years later. You hey, did call it. Got
2: a, I did call it. I was just a year late. And at yeah. least he has a job now. He's at Kansas. So yeah,
3: I'm
1: sure he's happy. So, oh, I don't know. He's coaching at Kansas. I don't know how happy he yeah. is. What if they won three games in the last four years? Yeah. So. Well, Christian, you're the man. Let's do it again soon. Let's do it. See you guys. All right, Christian Cox, right here on ninety-seven five twelve eighty, the zone.